Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to a day of prayer's morning Bible study. My name is Promise, and we are so glad you could join us. However, before we begin, let us open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for being our God, Lord, and just showing us how we should walk with you, Lord, and how just allowing you to teach us, Lord, and being obedient to what you're telling us, Lord. And Lord, I also thank you for helping us mature, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue in our, I'll say, study of the book of Hebrews. We're in chapter 3, and we're moving forward in verses 7 through 15. So could I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, Layla. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me, tried me and saw my works 40 years. Therefore, I was angry with that generation and said, they always go astray in their heart and they have not known my ways. So I swore my wrath. They shall not enter my rest. Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end, while it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. Amen. Amen. Uh, there's a lot in there. Um and let's not forget that we are doing the study of Hebrews to increase our faith. And by increase our faith, I mean we are all developing an unshakable faith. And that's part of what this is about, right? And while Paul has been setting this foundation, the foundation being Christ, he is really trying to hammer that point home here, continuing to hammer that point home. Okay, so Mm -hmm. as is our custom, we're going to open up the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, LaCharles. The first thing that the Lord was showing me was that all these things that we see that Paul's referencing, um, Dad, you referred to this in previous episodes, this is all things that were um, considered and said inside the Psalms. I mean, that wasn't necessarily what the Jews were thinking about as prophecy. Prophecy, mm-hmm. meaning, and at least from my perspective, I didn't always think of it as prophecy either. I just thought this is what the Lord is putting on their hearts to write, and this is what they did. But we also have to understand that with all things, the Lord is referencing Christ, and it goes back to something that we covered in previous sections of here, of inside of Hebrews, that everything was pointing to Christ regardless, mm-hmm. regardless if it seemed like it was or not, meaning that there are some times where the Lord gives double references, um, one being inside of um, Zechariah, I believe, where he talks about Joshua, how he was the high priest. I was also referencing Jesus in that moment. There's many other instances 
where that's happened but we have to understand that with the lord we're supposed to be glorifying god inside of all of our actions not just actions that necessarily seem like it on the outside saying okay i'm in church and now i'm going to glorify god but then what i do in the week is something totally the opposite of what i'm supposed to be doing and it's opposite of what the lord wants me to do mm-hmm. that's not how the lord wants us to live our lives and that's what we see paul the holy spirit through paul reiterating the wilderness wasn't just made up of sabbaths it wasn't just the sabbath begins and now you're in the wilderness and then you guys do what you want this was something they had to walk through daily inside of the wilderness for 40 years they had to go through this process not because that's what the Lord wanted, but because they drug it out. They didn't want to move forward inside of what he had because they were hardened inside of their, they had hard hearts. And I would just like to take us to Exodus 32. This is the place where we see the golden calf being made. And I'll just um, start inside of verse 1. Now when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, the people gathered together to Aaron and said to him, Come, make us gods that shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And Aaron said to them, Break off the gold earrings which are in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people broke off the gold earrings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he received the gold from their hand, and he fashioned it with an engraving tool, and made a molded calf. Then they said, This is your God, O Israel, that brought you out of the land of Egypt. Hmm. And we see here that what was truly going on inside of this wasn't necessarily that Moses was taking too long. And we see already the double standardness that they had inside of their lives, because it wasn't Moses who led them out of the wilderness. But that's who they were focusing on. Mm-hmm. They transitioned from the Lord let us out of Egypt to Moses let us out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. And with Moses gone, we can do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. But but that's not how we're supposed to act. The Lord is always present with us. Mm-hmm. There's never a doubt. There's nothing we can do that'll be, um, that's hidden from God, in which we will see in later sections of Hebrews, that everything lays exposed to him in his eyes. So what we're supposed to be doing inside the earth and what the Lord wants us to do is to live like Jesus. He wasn't doing witchcraft behind closed doors. He wasn't living inappropriately behind closed doors. He was walking consistency in consistency with the Lord the whole time because he understood who his father is and was and still is. And that's how we have to understand as well. We have to understand that our father is the one who is inside of heaven. Um, as I said in previous episodes, Jesus brings it up inside of John 9, I believe, or 7. Right after he gets done talking about the adulteress, they wanted to stone her. He says, I'm from my father in heaven, and you have seen the actions that demonstrate and glorify him. Whereas you're doing actions that glorify your father. And he essentially was saying that you guys are doing what your father always does. He doesn't want the things of God. He never did. He, As soon as he made the decision to cease communication and fellowship with the Lord, he became what he is. And that's not how we're supposed to live our lives. And another very interesting point that confirms that inside of the section is where he says, do not harden your heart through the deceitfulness of sin. The hardening of the heart had begun, before, had begun beforehand inside the wilderness. Before the Why? Even- Why? Why was there the deceitfulness of sin? He answers it in the very, well, the preceding verse, verse 12. Beware 
lest there be any of you, in any of you, excuse me, an evil heart of unbelief unbelief and departing. So right there is your answer as to why the children of the Israel the children of Israel in the wilderness did not enter into his rest. They refused to believe the Lord. Yes. That was on multiple occasions, right? As you brought up how they put their eyes on Moses as he delivered them out of Egypt, where the whole time was the Lord. But then who did they blame? The Lord and Moses. Okay. The Lord. Especially. Oh, you brought us out here to die in the wilderness, they kept saying. Then there was the other aspect of Joshua and Caleb, or Caleb and Joshua. There they were the ones that spoke up after coming back and spying out the land. And saying, no, 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 the Lord has given this into our hands. He's given them, he's given the land to us. Let's go take it. But they, the people, all rose up in unity and one in agreement with the exception of Moses and Aaron and Joshua and Caleb. And they refused to enter in. Yes. So why did they refuse to enter in? They didn't believe the Lord. So because they didn't believe the Lord, they, in their heart, right, full of unbelief, then manifested the actions, the attitude, and the behavior of an unbelieving person, which is an opposition to the Lord. So in this section of Scripture, Paul is making the connection here, saying, Look, it's been Jesus the whole time. He's the one that led you out of the wilderness or out of Egypt. Mm -hmm. He's the one that led you through the wilderness. And the people resisted and rejected him then. Don't you make the same mistake. Do not reject Jesus. He's the one that just made the way, right, for you to enter into his rest. He just redeemed you from death, sin, and the curse, right? Yes. Yes. So he's exhorting them, continuing to point to Jesus again. Still, here we are three three chapters in, mm-hmm. and Paul is still going, no, 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 it's Jesus the whole time. It's been Jesus the whole time. It still is Jesus, and it will always be Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and you brought up a, an interesting point. This is the Psalms. He's pulling references from the Psalms. But it's still prophetic words. But John, the apostle, writes in Revelation, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Mm-hmm. So all of the, the word in its entirety is pointing to Jesus as the Christ, the Messiah, from the beginning. And ev- anyone who is anyone, everyone has, has, I'll say, come across him, has had an experience with him. And or made their choice to either be for him and be joint heirs with him or to be in opposition and an enemy of him. Mm-hmm. So Paul here is still exhorting. And I say Paul, scholars would say, well, the writer of Hebrews, I don't know if it's Paul or if it's Luke. If you really study this out, right? My assessment is that it's Paul because it sounds like everything else that Paul wrote. 
And Amen. Paul writes different than what Luke, how Luke writes right. and phrases things. And Luke is a reporter, uh, right? In, in his writing style, like Acts, Paul is giving was a revelation, report. right? Acts was written as a report. The book of mm. Luke was also written as a report, right? He exactly. understood these through listening these things by listening to what the other apostles who were physically there in the book of Luke told him, yeah. and then he recounted, reporting and analysis, right? right? He reported what they said to him, which the Holy Spirit helped him, no doubt. Absolutely. And the book of Acts was a report of what happened with the apostles, right? And the apostle Paul in particular, the the, mo- the majority of it start, turns to cover um, his, his journey and his ministry. And there's nothing wrong with that. And even if um, the apostle Paul dictated something, right, and he transcribed it, still. Now, I do want to say this. Um, I was thinking about this and just kind of pondering it before the Lord, like, well, why didn't he put his name there? Well, naturally, the Jews had a hard time with him. Right. <laughs> yes. So, because uh, his heart was... They had a whole uh, well, few year span of trying to kill him. Right, but... That the Lord protected him through the Romans. And you know what, Le Charles, you, you just had a dream um, from the Lord recently, and, you know, asking God about the interpretation of it. And in the dream, someone asked if, um, in the dream that the Lord gave you, someone asked if dad was someone of notoriety because they weren't <laughs> going to listen to him unless he was important by the world standards and someone of notoriety. So that's a human characteristic. So for some people, if they don't know who said the message, they'll hear it, right? Yes. But as soon as they see someone's name attached, they'll automatically cut it off. They'll automatically shut it off and harden their hearts. So Paul, being a skillful man of God at this point, you know, we we saw in the book of Acts how he mastered communication and and not he himself, but he mastered the the flow, letting Holy Spirit flow through him to help him communicate. But we know that the Jews were in his heart to see them come to Christ. And um, naturally... He's going to want to speak to them and minister to them because it was, you saw it in all the other letters that he was writing, how he longed for them. He wanted them to not be excluded. Mm-hmm. He wanted them to come to the, the truth of the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and be received and receive salvation. So, so the exact same thing that he's writing about here. And exactly. Saying, Believe, like exercise your faith, put it in action towards Jesus. And here's the word, mm-hmm. right? And we know it's the Holy Spirit because Peter had a similar message. Stephen had a similar message. You refused him in the wilderness. You refused him exactly. back in the day. Your fathers refused him. And they, you know, so, but him not attaching his name is so that they would be able to receive the message. The other ones, he said, Paul, and because for the other group on the other side, mm-hmm. if they knew it came from him, from Paul, they're like, okay, we know we can trust the message, if you will, that the Lord is speaking through it. But for the Jews, it was the opposite. If he's saying it, mm-mm, right? They, they were <laughs> just in opposition. It, you know, not that one. We'll take it from anybody else, but not that one. <laughs> so, whether it was because of um, rumors or firsthand experience or hardnesses that they had on their own minds or whatever, but we know God is so wise. Amen. Promise. Well, everybody has brought up thus far, and the Lord was ministering to me about this, talking about how we shouldn't be hardening hardening our hearts, and we should be constantly going to the Lord for a strategy and constantly growing in him and the Lord also making sure that we're not that we're in communion with God daily so that we don't stumble along the way and also that 
we are believing in God from a heart standpoint rather than what we see with our physical eyes or hear with our ears. Mm-hmm. And the Lord's first, he brought me to Philippians. Yes, Philippians 4, 8 through 9, which it says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good of report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Mm-hmm. You... you you can see here that Paul is telling us to first be meditating on God and what he's doing at the moment and also be actively listening to God to tell us what we're supposed to be doing. Mommy, you brought up with Lachal was talking about the dream and how he was asking the Lord for interpretation and how he should be going about it. it in order for him to do that, he sh- in order for Lachal to ask that, he couldn't just ask it at the one moment and just leave it. He had to meditate on what God had given him and also on the Lord's character. Mm-hmm. Because going back to Hebrews, that you mentioned how they were accusing the Lord's character and they didn't believe him. We, If we don't believe in something, we're not going to meditate on it. The same applies here. We, once well, we, well uh, there's a step in there. You first have to hear it, which means you have to listen. Right, you have to listen so you can hear the instruction of whatever the statement is given, right? Prophecy, whatever it is, from the Lord, and then meditate on it. Get before the Lord to hear what else He has to say concerning it, right? So you get the message in full, accurately, right? And then you can understand it. But if there is unbelief, Will you even hear the message from the messenger? Probably not. That's highly unlikely. So if you can't do that first step, what are you going to meditate on? What are you going to ponder or bring up before the Lord? Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So so understand that as well. How unbelief or a lack of faith impacts every area and aspect of our lives, especially our walk. So please continue. Yes, Dad. And when we're supposed to be meditating on God's word, it's not just vain repetition. It's whatever God tells us because we know whatever God tells us is going to be truth. Uh, Then going to Revelation 4. I'm not going to read it. Um... It's a, it won't go along with the way I attend it, but it's talking about the four living beasts and the elders inside of the throne room of God and how they, the beast would, not the beast, the living creatures would never cease praising the Lord. Mm-hmm. The same applies for us. We should be constantly praising God, not with just our mouth, but with what our actions are doing. And that's how we should be praising God. Mm-hmm. Amen. We're, we're going to likely have to cover this in, in another episode, but just to give a quick preview, I'd like to talk about why Paul used the word today. While he said to exhort each other to choose the Lord today, Dad, you say often when um, 
just throughout our daily life that tomorrow isn't guaranteed. That's a true statement. So Paul is is encouraging the Hebrews and encouraging us today that to make the choice while we still have the chance because tomorrow isn't guaranteed. And I like to tie that back to um, the example that LaCharles gave the children of Israel when they were supposed to go up and conquer the mountain. But they said that the 10 came back with the, the wicked report and said, we can't do it because their giants are too big and we're grasshoppers in our own sight. And then how they tried to go conquer the land later and the outcome of that. Mm. Yes, that's a great, that's a great point. They said, let's go take it. Talking about immediately, not putting it off, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was a, an, uh, I'll say, immediateness and imminent. Like, let's do urgency. this now. Urgency. urgency. Thank you. And what they were saying. But that, isn't that just like our Lord and Savior? Yeah, he has a, a desired time and season for the things he does in his plan. But when he gives it to us. Isn't it time? Isn't it time? Yes. yes. How many times throughout Christ's earthly ministry do you say, the time's coming, and now is the time? Not in five months from now, in a year from now. You said, and now's the time. Mm. And when he says that, that's the time to release your faith. Amen. There may be, so the for the children of Israel in particular, the land was there from the foundation of the world. We, we get all the way, take it back there. But at the very earliest that we see it written mm-hmm. is when he was talking to Abraham, that that's he was going to give 15. them the land. That's it. Right? It was already theirs. However, their time for occupancy wasn't until later. Mm-hmm. But the moment he speaks to you, now is the time. That is the immediate time for you to release your faith. Amen. Come to attention before your God and listen to his commands. But all the while, all the whole time, your faith is engaged. Yes, Absolutely. I am. And that's what's made Joshua and Caleb and Moses and Aaron stand apart from the rest of the people was their faith came to attention. Their faith said, yes, here I am, Lord. Didn't mean that they ran off without God and started hacking mm-hmm. and, you know, causing a ruckus, right? Joshua yes. didn't actually come and occupy until later, but even when he later, when they crossed the Jordan and went to physically take the land and starting with starting with Jericho, he didn't go on his own. He didn't just go, ah, you gave it to me, Lord. Hack, 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 <laughs> bash, 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 crash through the wall like Kool-Aid man. He did not do that. He came to attention before God and got the instruction, but mm-hmm. his faith was engaged from the moment God said it. And that's what he's calling us to do. And that faith must be placed in Jesus. Solely. Solely, none other. Mm-hmm. Okay, and in this section of scripture we've covered thus far, that's the exact point Paul's making. Whether it was the Old Testament or the New, they were all believing in Jesus or chose to not believe in Him. So I encourage you today to make your choice to believe solely in our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. 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 All right. Can I get a volunteer to close this out in prayer, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for all the things that you have placed inside of our lives, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for the opportunity that you have given us, Lord, to come and put ourselves inside your plan, Lord, to transition into what you have for us inside of this life, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for your grace and your mercy that you have when dealing with us, Lord, that it's consistent, Lord, and that it never dwindles nor wanes, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.